Thanks for tuning in to the New Life South Coast podcast. We want to extend an invitation to sit in live with us during our weekend service. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message inspires you, but also challenges you in your walk with God. For more information, visit our website at newlifesouthcoast.com. Amen. Amen. What an awesome place this is. I, I feel right at home already. And I have to tell you something, I really love New Bedford. In the past 14 years, I've spent maybe 20 minutes here. (laughs) But I love this city, I'm telling you. I've loved it for a long time, amen? Excited for the city, New Bedford. Let me just tell you, I have a little bit of a history here. Can I share a little bit of the history, Pastor Marco? Because uh, maybe 14 years ago, I had... um, I, had, I was compelled to attend a wake in the city of New Bedford prior to that. Uh, now, maybe that was 12 years ago. But prior to that, the farthest I made it up towards New Bedford was Westport. Big bore Holly Davidson, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Two people. <laughs> but in any case... Um, Maybe 12 years ago, we had a fellow working on our building. And, and he, I'll mention his name. Hopefully he's here. Maybe he's not. If not, somebody go get him. His name is Louie from South Dartmouth Construction. No? You got to go find that guy. Because I believe uh, God used him, I think, you know. And so uh, I, his father had died, and I didn't even know him, but I felt compelled to go to his father's wake. And so I went to the wake, and it was in New Bedford. And when I got to New Bedford, I said, holy moly, this place is awesome. It reminded me, I grew up in South Providence, Elmwood, South Providence section, and the streets were wide, the homes were nice and everything, and, you know, it was kind of a tough place. This is a tough place, right? Tough place? You guys are proud of that? <laughs> we don't fool around here. <laughs> but I went back from the wake, and uh, I said, Pastor, New Bedford. We have to start a work in New Bedford. Now, this was 12 years ago. And, uh, you know, he, he's used to me coming in with like a thousand ideas, you know, and so on and so forth. So that, that one got put on the shelf for maybe 12 years. <laughs> but ultimately, he came to pass. And I remember going down, and we heard you guys were going to be starting a work. And I walked in the kitchen, right, the little cafe. And Lindsay was sitting there. Pastor Lindsay was sitting there. Is that right, Nicole? Yeah. Pastor Lindsay was sitting there, and I said, uh, hey, you guys are going to be starting a work, right? And, and so wh- where was the work going to be? Was it Taunton? You, you were thinking, you were talking about Taunton. And I said to her, I said, how about New Bedford? Because if you, you, if you can't get through the pastor, you know, then you, you kind of go around, you know, <laughs> and, and, you, and you work. Uh, uh, hey, today I want to talk about being spirit-led, all right? Spirit-led. And uh, I believe I can look back and I can just see God. In all of this, this is God's idea. God's church, God wanted this church. Now, now thank God for pastor, because if I had my way, we would have started it that week 12 years ago, you know. But God, uh, pastor knew, and he's sensitive to God and the spirit, and so pieces had to come into play, especially you guys. You guys have awesome pastors, anointed pastors. These guys have a heart for people, a heart after God, a heart for the anointing, and uh, I, I mean, this is just the beginning of what God wants to do in this place, in, in my view, in my, my opinion. And, and so I said, how about New Bedford? And, and Lindsay, I remember it like, almost like yesterday, but she says, uh, my family's from New Bedford. 
And if you know me, anytime something clicks, you know, it's like I, I kind of go, yeah. I'm going, your family's from New Bedford? Isn't this how it went? You, you can correct me when I'm, when I'm, after I'm gone. You can fix, fix, fix the whole story. Because don't worry, somehow or other, I'm going to turn this whole thing about me. <laughs> no, just kidding. But in any case, um, I said, your family's from New Bedford? I said, that place is awesome. New Bedford is awesome, I, and so uh, because I had heard uh, Taunton, you know, or you told me Taunton, and so in any case, um, can I tell what you said next? <laughs> she said, and she calls him Marco, not Pastor Marco. You probably think she calls him Pastor Marco, <laughs> so just in case, you know. Pastor Marco's the head, but we know the neck that turns the head. Amen. <laughs> She said, Marco hates New Bedford. <laughs> Wait a minute now. The story's not over. Uh, did I tell you I, I jerk? And I said, it's God. This is God. God always sends you to a place maybe you don't want to go to. Or, right? Amen. And so we, this is no, no exaggeration, you know. So, uh. But in any case, then they got right in. We're going to do lunch, and it was announced that they're going to New Bedford. Amen? And so praise God. God got his way. And you don't want to know something. He loves New Bedford. Now, I don't know if there's anybody in New Bedford that loves New Bedford any more than Pastor Marco. Amen? How much trouble are we in, all right? Yes. Amen. And so... Uh, I have a history here, and so I'm comfortable coming here, and I'm comfortable preaching. Today, I want to talk to you about being spirit-led. Amen? And uh, this is such an awesome place, but uh, let, let's at least read one Bible verse, okay? <laughs> and I know you've been in the book of Max, uh, Acts, and I know uh, Pastor Marco has been talking about signs and wonders, and, and a lot of... Like, the last verse, not by might, not by power, that, that is in my notes. It's like one of the last things in my notes. And so the songs, everything has been perfect just leading up to this point. But let's read uh, from here. Go ahead. Acts 1, verse 8. Now, I know you want to change the city. You want to change the city, right? Does, does the city need it? Broken families, drugs. Alcohol, vices, what else? I mean, corruption, on and on and on and on. The things that need to be broken in this place cannot be broken in the natural. Now, now I, I commend you. You're doing the right thing. You are working hard. Awesome. Let me just say this, too. You're not tired, okay? You are not tired. You are not tired. Because sometimes the, the devil will get on you and say, oh, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. Look, you're not tired. When you have the Spirit of God, when you have the power of God in your life, it, uh, powering you, you don't get tired. Okay? Now, yeah, I'm not saying don't rest and don't take vacations and, 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 and all of that. But I'm just saying this thing that maybe sometimes can get in your head, you're not tired. You're not overwhelmed. You're not anything. Okay? Let me tell you what you are. You're just beginning. You're just starting. You're just scratching the surface to what God is going to do in this place. And... Uh, God's before you. This is God's idea, God's work, because 
If we had our way, we're in Taunton, right? But we're in New Bedford because God prepared this place to receive this work and to receive this move of God. And so God's not tired. (laughs) He's 6,000 years old. He's not tired even, you know. Okay, so uh, Acts 1-8, just so we can read a verse, okay? But listen to this. You will receive power. Say power. You will receive power. Now, Now, Jesus had commissioned, the great commission, he had commissioned the disciples. He didn't, he didn't mission them. He co-missioned them, okay? You got it? Say, say co-mission. Okay, that's a work, you and God working together to accomplish something. You're not on your own. You're working with God, with, with the Holy Spirit. But, but he told them, look, don't go and do what I have for you to do until you receive power from on high. Amen? And many times, now, now you can try to go through life without the Holy Spirit. You're, many Christians do, or, or just a little bit of the Holy Spirit. Nobody has a problem with the Father anymore. But the Father did his work years ago, the creative work and so on and so forth, and work. You know, he created... and and and. Fewer people, you know, but, but some do have a problem with Jesus. So, so, look, you can pray, our Heavenly Father. But don't say in Jesus' name at the end of the prayer. So, so but the Holy Spirit, this, this is a whole other story, okay? And, and since the time of Jesus until now, we have been in this era of the Holy Spirit. And I can't get into it all, but we're in this era of the Holy Spirit. And so, you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Now, now I could easily be a Baptist because I, I love to dig in the Word. I love to read books. I love to take courses and so on and so forth. But, but let me tell you something. You do not want to do God. You do not want to do life. You do not want to do ministry with, without the Holy Spirit. Listen to me. If you walk out of nothing else today, and I, I tell the students when they come to ALC, look, look. If, they, if there's one thing, now we teach them, we train them, we equip them, so on and so forth. But, it, you know, we teach them discipline and how to work hard and so on. But I say, if there's one thing, if there's one thing you leave this place with, and this is what I want to say today. If there's one thing you leave this place with, it's that it is crucial and critical that you become and be a man or woman of the Spirit. And now, that gets crazy. That can get crazy. And so, we're talking about power. We're talking about Spirit. We're talking about Holy Ghost. And, and so, it does become controversial. And so... When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and I, and I put this in parentheses in there, but it's inferred, then you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. Then you will be my witnesses in New Bedford. Then you will be my witnesses in Samaria, the region. Then you will be my witnesses in the world after and when the power comes upon you. But don't try to do it without the power from on high. Amen? And so, this is, this is how the gospel of the Holy Spirit, the book of Acts, the gospel of the Holy Spirit starts out. 
Jesus had to leave. And he said, I'm going to send, though. Don't worry. I'm going to send you power to make the work happen. Amen? Amen. And so I'm moving on to the next slide here. How are we doing? You guys all right? Jesus taught that the work of God, the Great Commission, must be powered and led by the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm moving on to the next slide. But what are some of the signs that you are spirit-filled? Have you ever wondered about this? Like, like how do you know when you're spirit-filled? I have, I'm going to give you several that, that I have experienced in my life. And then, Pastor Marco, what time do we have till? What do I have, five more minutes? Is it a, okay, so another, okay. Just, just drag me off here when, when, when we're done. <laughs> Ever how far we get, we get. So, but the uh, first sign that you are spirit-filled and being led by the Spirit is that you are born again. It's very, very important. When, when, when I got saved, prior to getting saved, I was living not a good lifestyle, like many of you were, I'm sure. Uh, I was playing in a nightclub band and so on and so forth, and I had no spiritual uh, sense and no spiritual um, connection that I knew of anyways, you know. Um, but when you get saved, your salvation, and, and when you bring people through, it's not just a quick prayer. Dear Jesus, come into my heart, take away all my sins. It, it, now, that, that's important. But I, I remember going to church and, and seeking God and started to say, there's more, there's more, there's more. Now, the Holy Spirit put that in my, in my heart. There's more, there's more, there's more. I'm, I'm sick of doing what I'm doing. I'm sick of things going the way they're going. There's more. And so the Holy Spirit, did, did I tell you God's idea is to change the city of New Bedford. So the Holy Spirit goes before you, and he starts stirring people's hearts and prepares their hearts to receive. And I want to tell you something. I'm sure, positive, in fact, that thousands and thousands of people walking around, and, and they're hearing this voice from the Holy There's more. There's got to be more. God, there, there's got to be more. Is there more? Is there more? And, and so there's like a searching and a seeking that comes upon them. And, and, and so... What, what needs to happen is a, a, a true salvation experience needs to come upon them in the form of the Holy Spirit, okay? And so we're looking for a tremendous change. When it came into my life, let, let me tell you, it was 40 years ago. It seems like yesterday. I will never forget it. It literally changed my life completely. The anointing, the power. My eyes were open for the first time. I remember uh, still playing in the band. I remember going, we played in nightclubs, and I remember going to this nightclub for the first time. I felt like demonic activity in, in that place. I could see clearly there's more. There's a whole world. Now, there's a story in the Old Testament that talks about the servant that was with the prophet. And the prophet comes, the servant comes out of the house, you know, and, and he sees the, uh, the, the army uh, surrounding him, Jezebel and so on and so forth. The army surrounding him. And, and the prophet came out and says, yeah, what's the problem here? He said, well, there's an army. Can you not see? And, and, but the prophet was seeing with different eyes. He saw different things. He was seeing in the spirit. And he said, Lord, oh, open 
my, open your servant's eyes. And when he opens his eyes, he saw this angelic host, a mighty army with chariots in the spirit. And, and, and he said, those that are with us are more than those that are with them. And so when you become born again, this is what I'm talking about. This born again experience, that happens to you. It needs to be a solid, solid experience. I remember uh, the first time I invited, now I was going to church, going to church, going to church, but I never answered the, the, the altar call or the prayer. And, and I remember this one night, I just was fed up with everything, and I answered the altar call. That night, I became born again in the Spirit. Born again, changed. Everything was different. This is the type of conversion you need to see, number one, in your own life, and then number two, in the church's life. And it comes by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? That's number one. Number two, we're looking for a, a, an extremely powerful baptism of the Holy Spirit. I don't know where you're at. Some of you may have had this initial change, but there is another blessing that God has for you after salvation. As dramatic as the salvation change is that takes place in your life, this baptism of the Holy Spirit is just as powerful. It's different. It's another level. It's another spiritual dimension. It's just as powerful. If you have not received it, you must. You must. It is like, so, so if you get saved, you're getting power from high. When you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, and this, now the apostles were saved. They were walking with Jesus. Jesus said, don't go into that city. Don't try to, to, to accomplish the commission until you receive power from on high. And this Holy Spirit baptism was the power that came. And literally, Peter, who, who was cowering maybe and, and afraid and, and filled with anxiety, one minute, the next minute, he walks out in the street. He preaches a sermon that saves 5,000 people. What was the difference? The only difference was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. One, he didn't have the power from on high. The next, he had the power from on high. Amen? You cannot take your city. You cannot uh, uh, accomplish what needs to accomplish. And now, when I say this, I, I'm saying this, I mean, on a wide scale. Everybody here baptized with the Holy Spirit and flowing in their giftings and callings. You. Say you. Me. Yeah, you. Everybody flowing in their giftings and callings. There's no pecking order. All the miracles, all the signs and ones that aren't just going to come through through the pastors of the church. It's going to come through you. He's equipping you to go out there and do the work with power from on high. Amen? Amen. So the baptism of the Holy When I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, let me tell you something. It was another. I, I, I see these milestones in my life. It was another milestone. It must happen to you. Now, now if you're wondering, oh, I'm not sure if I was baptized. Oh, look, you weren't. <laughs> because when you are, you know. Lindsay, Pastor Lindsay. He was telling me a story about him receiving. They said when he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the, 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 the seminary told him he was confused. He was confused all the way up to that point. And then he received the baptism. And then Pastor Marco shared with me, when you receive, and let me tell you, there's a little bit of wrestling. There's a little bit of anxiety. But let me tell you, you got to go 
with the Holy Spirit. You got to go with it. But it's spooky. It's, it's spiritual. It's, it's scary. You got to. It's the power from on high. God is a spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the power. Amen? You guys are awesome. You're actually believing me, I think, some of you. Next point, spirit-led life. We, we don't want a religious-led led life, religion-led life. We need something powerful. We need something life-changing. We need miracles in our life, right? We need, the people out there need to be set free. They, they need to have their marriages healed. They need their children to come, come off of drugs and so on and so forth and all the, 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 the garbage that's taking place in their life. No, number three, th- these are signs of spirit-led people. Miracles, signs, and wonders should be happening in your life. Now, now I'm not saying you're raising the dead every day, but, but once in your lifetime, raise a dead person. Smith Wigglesworth was a Christian for a long time. They said he raised 20 people from the dead. But, but do you know his ministry went like 40 years? That's like one dead person every six months. It didn't happen every day. But miracles need to be happening through you because you have the power from on high. I need a miracle right now for one of, one of our grandchildren. We need a miracle. But I've seen miracles. I've had miracles take place. My wife, when we first got saved, we first got saved. She wound up having like a malignancy in, in her body. And uh, we prayed for her, and she got healed. It wasn't, it was, she got healed. I remember my daughter had, had a blocked tear duct from, from birth, and, and I brought her up to a, uh, a healing preacher at, at a meeting. And I brought her up there, and he said, what's the problem? She was scheduled to go in for surgery that Tuesday. I brought her up, and, and he said, well, what's the problem here? I said, uh, my daughter has a blocked tear duct. You notice her eye? Every morning, we used to have to wipe off the, the crust from her eye. She would wake up, and her eye would be closed. And so we would have to wipe that off and, and, and so on and so forth. And so he says, well, let me pray for her. There was, there was no rockets, no lightning, no, no fire, no anything. He goes, in the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Thinking, that's it? Yeah, that's it. I go sit down. I go sit down. I'm looking at her. I said, she's not healed. Can I tell you something? I have much faith, all right? But people around me do, and, and when I do what they tell me to do, miracles happen. But that time, I said, she's not healed. How, how's that for faith? <laughs> Pastor Mike is supposed to say, she's healed, she's healed. She said, no, no, she's not. I went back in line, through the whole line. I walk up, he goes, what are you doing back here? I said, she's not healed. He goes, in the name of Jesus, be healed. If that doesn't do it, go have the surgery. I said, well, a lot of faith happening in this place. <laughs> Getting mad. I'm rolling up my sleeves. <laughs> you know, sometimes not, it's not us. It's not him. It's God. 
The following morning, we woke up, her eye was not crusted. And the next day, her eye was not crusted. The next day, her eye was not crusted. Now, that was 35 years ago. I had a miracle. But we've had other miracles since, you know. But miracles need to be happening in your life and around your life. My son and daughter-in-law couldn't have children, which obviously is not a problem in this church. My wife, she, she has at least 10 couples that have had, how many? 20, excuse me. 20 couples that could not have kids that she prayed for that have had children. Different people have different, different anointings. Now, I, I have zero. <laughs> 20 zero, okay? But different people have different anointing. We need everybody flowing in their anointing. We need everybody flowing. Hey, hey, I can't have children. You want to see my wife. You don't want me. I got zero. (laughs) Donut. None. She has 20, okay? Miracles should be following you. Healings. Other phenomena. That's what comes with the power from on high. Amen? Are you okay? Received a phone call. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. But I received a phone call. (laughs) A lot of confidence up here. Just exuding (laughs) off the pulpit. Do you remember what my goal is? Not to make you laugh. My goal is to have you walk out of this place wanting and becoming more of a man or a woman of the Spirit. Amen? Amen. And I know, I know how it works. You just have to be faithful. The phone rings, and this, uh, this fellow, Sonny. Now, Sonny is from Colombia, I believe. Is Colombia Spanish or Portuguese? Spanish. Buzz the mic. That's my uh, Spanish impersonation. <laughs> Something terrible has happened. Itica, that's Erica, Itica has gone into a coma. She had a baby. The baby's name is Santiago. The baby was fine. Tremendous blessing, but then this tremendous challenge. She bled and so on and so forth. He says to me, he says, I know if you would just come and put your hand, just your hand, Pastor Mike, on her forehead, that God would heal her. No pressure, right? I'm driving there, and I'm saying, oh, Lord, this is unbelievable. You know, I know you have air conditioning, Pastor Marco, but I'm sweating again. Last time they gave me a towel, Aaron. Your shirt will do. <laughs> but I, I said, I will come pray with her, Sonny. And so as I'm going there, I'm, I'm just praying. Shut the phone off, everything. I say, God, God, you've got to do something. God, you've got to do something. This is unbelievable. This, this is, in any case, thank you.
much better. Hey, this is the real church, right? I know I, there's nothing I can say that gets me in trouble because I know what you hear every week. We need more of the Spirit, though. We, we, we just need power from on high. So I'm driving to the hospital. I'm praying. I mean, I tried everything. I, I don't want you to think I'm crazy, but too late, right, for that? Okay. But I'm, I'm, as I'm walking, I'm rubbing my hands, Mr. Miyati, you know. <laughs> do, God, do something here. Do something. Do something. Now, now, I don't know if that helped or didn't hurt, I guess. But, but I go into the hospital, and uh, as I'm in the operating room, I start praying. And I try to remember everything he told me that if I would just take, take my hands... I would just lay them on her forehead and so on and so forth. And so I started praying, and, and, and literally nothing happened. I get in the car. I said, well, Sonny, let's, let's see what happens, you know. I get in the car. I drive back to the office, and uh, I walk in the office, and the phone rings. It's Sonny on the phone. Betty, Betty says, I'm thinking, oh, not, but once again, I'm thinking, she died, you know. That's me. That's not the Holy Spirit. That's me. You know, I, I, I was obedient. I did what I was supposed to do. And uh, he says on the phone, he says, Pastor Mike, you're not going to believe it. I'm thinking, oh, I believe it. I believe it. She died. Yeah. Thank you. Like, you don't have to be too spooky about all this stuff either, you know. But, but miracles need to be happening. He says, Erica is, is awake. They've taken out all the tubes from her, and she's holding Santiago. <laughs> miracles need to be happening. Signs and wonders. Look, if you get this power from on high, if you get, it's amazing what God will do. Amen. I'm just going to wrap up here just quickly, but let, let me just give you the, the rest of the points, and maybe next service I'll finish it. <laughs> Look, spiritual encounters should be occurring occasionally in your life. I can't get into it, but I want to tell you something. Uh, you need to be expecting in your personal prayer life, there are things that have happened to me in my personal prayer life at home, nobody there, where, where God has literally shown up and 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 and. and one time, God, God took his, he, I almost, I started hyperventilating. <gasps> like that. And I said, God, I thought I was going to die in my house. Pastor Steve tells a story. How he was laying in bed. He went, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And how the spirit of God just swept through his body. But look, you, you, you should be having... Not every day, but you should be having spiritual encounters. And I, I say, God, am I all right? Am I going to die? What's going on here? <laughs> he says, I'm putting my breath. I'm putting my word inside of you. Don't worry. You're going to be fine. But I could tell you, <clears throat> I have that story when I went to the state house, you know. But, but spiritual encounters should be happening in your life. The ne- next uh, Im- important milestone is, look, Look, you've got to expect opposition, okay? Strong opposition 
and antagonism. I know with me, a lot of times, uh, over time, you start to figure out, this is how the devil tries to get you. Tries to discourage, tries to frustrate, tries to antagonize, so on and so forth. But um, major spiritual milestones, like saved, baptized with the Holy Spirit, some success praying for people to be healed, some success here, some success with spiritual encounters, so on and so forth. But your life should have all of these markers in it when God has done something new, something awesome in your life, where one ministry falls off, another ministry opens up, and God uses you in another dimension, in in another level. Amen? I'm going to uh, number six. And, And you know what? Let me just see something. I'll tie number six together. You should be hearing the voice of God. Some of you maybe this morning saying, God, God, I, I, I want more. There's more. There's more of your spirit, more of your anointing. I know there's more. I want more. And then this um, last point here, you should be regularly sensing the Holy Spirit. The second I walked in this room, I felt the anointing. I mean, it was a tangible, I'm feeling it right now. There was a tangible presence of God. I was... I would say over the past five years, I almost can't talk about God without sensing his anointing or its presence. And I love it. And it's an awesome thing. And I said, God, don't ever take that away. I remember just a few weeks ago saying to God, 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 you know what? Remember the thing that was happening? I was feeling the anointing and and sensing it. I haven't felt that in a while. And the second I thought that and said it to God and said it to myself, I felt the anointing. And then I heard the voice of God say, God say to me, I wanted to see how long you were going to go without noticing. And so often we can go days, sometimes weeks, without sensing the presence of God. You need to be sensing the presence of God. Amen, church? I'm going to leave you with that, but I just pray and I hope that, that you walk out of this place with a hunger and a thirsting, and I hope you're stirred to wanting more of the Holy Spirit. Amen? More of God's power, more of God's anointing. What God has for you and for this church, you cannot do without the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Thanks for joining us today. If you want to connect with us, you can find us at newlifesouthcoast.com for any further information.